My name is Carl Johnson. I am Joe Average for all party purposes, but I'm a millionaire. My wife and I are millionaires. We're multi-millionaires. I don't drive a nice car. I live in a nice house, but it's nothing compared to some of the houses these people live in. I have some land. Our cars are pretty old. I have one a pickup truck. I do have a Rolex watch. It was something that I wanted, and I got it when I had a, a good deal. I had a deal go through, and I rewarded myself. Hey, we're back for episode three. My name is Carl Johnson. I am a Joe Average guy that my wife and I are multimillionaires. And I'm starting to share about the one over 140 things, and it's going to grow, that were important to us. I have right now 146 things that help me and my wife create success and wealth. <clears throat> So last we talked about building a team, have a number two, have a basic understanding of all the financial instruments, especially those that you use. And we're probably gonna go through a few of them here. Try to keep these under five minutes, these each episode, so you can listen to it. First of all, number three, you have to learn to love to learn. Love to learn. Become passionate about learning most people, once they graduate from high school, they never read another book again. That includes people going to college. Once you're out of high school, once you're out of college, the learning is just beginning. They don't teach you financial education, how to build wealth in colleges, universities, they don't even, you, you got to be taught by somebody that knows and understands. How many high school teachers are wealthy themselves? How many college professors are wealthy themselves? They can only teach what they know. I mean, there are a few that occasionally they get retired and they move back and they decide they're going to teach. But that's not what they're there to teach you. They're there to teach you whatever class there that you're there to learn. So learn to love to learn, become motivated to learn. Pick out and desire to learn. That is the number, that is, that is so important. Once you quit learning, you know, and then you have to learn to apply those things that you learn too. So, you know, um, and then number four, see, we'll move on to entertainment. <clears throat> Entertainment is amusement and a waste of time. Okay? Entertainment is an amusement and a waste of time. That's number four. Amusement comes from the Latin word muse, which means mindless entertainment. So when you go to an amusement park, you're checking your brain at the door, and you're going and having a good time, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just when you do it all the time, it's a waste of time. The reason it's amusing because it's easy to be amused. You know, when you see a little dog over there or the baby doing something, it's an amusing thing to watch. It makes you laugh a little bit, but there's nothing really that good. It's an entertaining thing. So think about what's amusing to you and to entertainment. When you get onto YouTube or Twitter or, uh, uh, 
I, I can't think of them, you know, with all the social medias, their job is to keep you there and look at cat videos and dog videos. And I watch boat videos. They're all amusing things, but they don't get you anywhere. The person who put them there is making money. But do you think it was an amusing thing for them to put it together? They're there to get you to stay on and stay connected to them so they could use up your valuable time. Excuse me. They can use up your valuable time with amusement. And it's fun. Playing video games is amusing. I, I'm starting to wonder. <clears throat> I'm seeing homeless people that are look like 25 and 26 year olds on the corner asking for money. And I thought, I mean, they're able-bodied, they can work. I don't see why they would be asking for money. But then I start to think <clears throat> when they were raised, did they play video games all day long? They kind of went to school and got by and then they got to be adults and they're out of the house. They don't know how to do anything else. I haven't really sat down and talked, but I start to speculate why would a 20-something-year-old person be on the side of the road begging, asking for a handout? Maybe they never learned. Maybe they never learned how to, how to, never learned how to have a job. So those are, that's one thing is entertainment is amusement and in the long run is a waste of time. Number five, it's better to loan money, excuse me, <clears throat> it's better to loan money than to borrow money. <laughs> See, it, it jumps off onto something different. When you loan somebody money, they're going to pay you an interest rate and you make money, a form of type of passive income. <clears throat> when you borrow money, you're indebting yourself to the other person. And you're paying them money and they're making money from you. <clears throat> Visa and MasterCard and mortgage brokers, mortgage companies, they're all in the business of putting you into debt so they can collect your money at an interest rate from you. And these people make, we're taking billions and billions of dollars. And if you let yourself go down that road of having, borrowing money all the time, you're going to get yourself in a predicament that you some point have to work your way out of to become wealthy. So the first thing is try not to borrow money if you don't have to. And now <clears throat> there's people who talk about good debt and bad debt with Robert Kiyosaki. And then some people like uh, Ramsey, he says, there is no such thing as good debt or bad debt. There's no such thing as good debt. All debt is bad. Then I've heard some, and the kind of the best one I've heard is all debt is risk. It depends on what kind of risk do you want to take on, right? So when you buy a car, is it worth the risk of the debt to take on the car just to have something you want? Is it worth the risk of the mortgage to get the house that you want? Is it the house that you really need? So that's the question you have to take a look at is what is the risk involved in the debt that you are taking on and who's paying for it? But in the long run, it's better to be the loaner of money <clears throat> than to be the borrower. And I will give you an example. 
my mom and dad, I had, a, I had a house that I was going to buy to fix up to rent. And I decided that I was going to do what they call a hard money loan. Typically at the time, a hard money loan was 12% interest per month or per year, which accumulates, if you divide it out, is an interest of 1% per month. Very easy to calculate. One year divided by 12 months. <clears throat> so what I did was I borrowed $100,000 from my mom and dad. I wanted to be on both sides of the equation so I could learn how it works. So I was a borrower and I became, I was the borrower and my mom and dad loaned me the money. <clears throat> and I could pay them off so there was no risk, but I will say there was some risk and I'm gonna explain that a little bit too. <clears throat> my dad brought that up. So my mother and father loaned me the $100,000 and I did a legal document which paid them 1% cash I mean, 1% interest only payment per month, 12% per year, which came out to $1,000 a month in interest payments. My mother was a little bit worried about it at first, but <clears throat> I'm her son and she wanted to help. And my dad says, what if you die while you are putting this house together? And I said, well, you don't have to worry about that. We can just sell the house and be done. He says, listen, we can't afford to just sell the house. I don't want to be stuck trying to sell a house and and putting and and trying to to figure out how to pay that off. <clears throat> so part of the rules of what I did with my dad was I got myself a, a term life insurance for a hundred thousand dollars, which made them the beneficiaries. So even if something happened to me they would get the life insurance policy and they could walk away from the house if they wanted to. At least they would have their money recovered. <clears throat> so that's the one thing you got to also look at. So that put them in a position to feel more comfortable with that. But what happened was I ended up paying my mom and dad $1,000 a month interest-only payments probably for about three, four, I don't remember, three, four, five months, but let's just say six months which came out to $6,000 for the year at $1,000 a month until I paid off the house. And they got the money and I closed out, paid them the $100,000 back. My mother was happy. <clears throat> she wasn't very excited about doing it first, but about two weeks later, she came back to me and she says, oh, that was really good. Can, when can we do that again? The reason was <clears throat> she was getting $1,000 a month. Her money was working for her $1,000 a month that she was getting on top of their, you know, whatever other money there was happening. How would you like to have $1,000 a month coming in extra? doesn't matter whether you're making three, four, five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a month. $1,000 a month is nothing to laugh at. So what happens is her mindset changed and she understood what the power of putting your money to work for you was. Sometimes you have to go through those processes to learn and understand. And once you've been through that, then you're like, wow, I like this. I can put it back to work. I can put that money to work. You can build a passive income 
of getting interest payments for putting, that's one way a lot of people in real estate make money is they make hard money loans and the house is put up for collateral. <clears throat> so that might be something, you know, those are, there's all different ways to do this, but in the long run, put your money to work for you. It is better to loan than to borrow. Okay. We went a little bit good on there, so I'm going to cut it off now. So it was very good talking with you guys. <clears throat> so number three, four, and five today was love to learn. Number four, entertainment is amusement and is a waste of time. And number five, it is better to loan money than to borrow money. Talk to you later. Party.